serious topic here for a little while now, the topic of debt, which when it's manageable, when it's planned, when you can service it, uh, debt can be a useful tool in life. Agree? When the demands for payment, though, start to exceed your ability to actually meet them, then things can go south really quickly. I'm sure in 2020, a lot of people will have ramped up debt. Incomes down sharply, outgoings no different, creditors starting to want to get payments. So how do you get out of a hole that can quickly be ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 deep? Well, Auckland woman Sandra has been there, and with help... Not with a lotto win, not a handout. With help, she got free. And Sandra has very bravely agreed to tell us the story. Uh, Sandra, uh, let, let's start with how it happened. How did you get into so much trouble? Well, I was a single mum. i just come out of a, a divorce um, and trying to sort out those kind of things. To be honest, I had uh, quite a lot of debt, one major, major debt, which obviously we split and things like that. And while I did have a good job and I was earning, you know, a full-time job, I was earning um, money regularly, um, I started finding that it was a bit hard to be paying everybody as I was supposed to. So I got into the habit of, you know, skipping payments with this one and that one and so on. Um, Bit of robbing Peter to pay yes, Paul. Yes, yes. Um, and then what, there was... What sort of bills are we we're talking about? Your, your phone? Your phone bill. I had obviously... Um, I had a major credit card bill, overdraft, a consolidation of debt bill, which was probably about forty, fifty thousand, which was hell of a lot for one person to have to deal with. And the kind of repayments that these people wanted from me, that was the difficult bit for me. Um, even though you've got a full-time yes, job. even you, though I had a full-time do- you job. You still got to eat. Yes, yep. And then the, the, the besides that, there was the petrol. My daughter was living with me, obviously single mom. She was studying, so there were those kind of basic costs. Um, and um, one or two really good friends, you know, I would often ask to help out, but I, that that just wasn't okay. It just wasn't go- going well. Um, I actually was literally, you know, looking forward to, yay, tomorrow's payday kind of thing, which isn't a healthy situation. I mean, looking at, at my salary, um, it was a decent salary, but I still just couldn't make ends meet. And so that caused sleepless nights, me um, just staying on my own, not going out with friends when they invited me and those kind of things because of the embarrassment of the fact that I didn't have money. And people ringing up asking for money all the time. Yes, that was the biggest thing. People calling me, getting emails, um, you know, me looking at my phone and, oops, I know who that is, and not answering the calls and getting, you know, warning kind of emails and, and messages, which was not at all okay. Stressful. <laughs> Very seriously sleepless nights like do you know what I mean and having to 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 be a mum and that kind of thing and also have to 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 see to my daughter's needs um and get up and go to work yes and go to work because I had to go to work that kind of thing and um from there um I confided in a close friend who worked with me and she actually told me about cap because she had gone through the experience all right how much I think the main thing for me was, A, I was paying off a car, which was, you know, about $200 a fortnight. Um, the major 
debt that I had was with a, um, am I allowed to, to mention the company's name? Or It, it was a, rec- a collection company, um, okay. and they were demanding something like almost $800 to $1,000 a fortnight, which I could not pay because that was the, the, the extent of my debt, and they wanted this to be done. And I did the whole drama thing, put on the, the waterworks, and we got it down to much less, but that still, I still wasn't doing my bit. So I was always behind or coming up with a story as to why I couldn't pay this fortnight and so on. Oh they God. wanted like about three, four hundred dollars instead of a thousand. dishonest woman out of you. Yes, sadly. <laughs> right. That's when you uh, reached out uh, to CAP, which is Christians Against yes. uh, Poverty. Let's bring in Ben Mai from uh, CAP. Ben, morning. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, morning, Tim. Hey, good to be with you. And um, uh, can I just say, Sandra, um, thank you so much. That's yeah, you've shared just really bravely and really authentically and um, really want to commend you this morning. Yeah, well Thank done. You. Is that a familiar story, what she's told there? Do you hear that often? It is, Tim. It is. Yeah, and it's um, it's interesting. Obviously, Sandra, you talked about uh, your, your divorce, obviously a, a really significant life event that was a key catalyst for you to... Uh, kind of plunge into this unmanageable debt situation and you know whether it's a relationship breakdown or a losing of a job or um, these other significant life events and yes there are for some people um, poor decision making within there as well but yeah these stories are really common Tim and um, often hidden away behind closed doors behind closed curtains behind you know not picking up the phone and so on but Mm. um, yeah they are all too common and um, yeah many many of them uh, do come our way. All right, let's uh, take a pause there and come back in just a second and look at the solution to this issue. Ben Mai uh, from CAP Christians Against Poverty. More on this in just a couple of minutes. 13 past. 16 past eight, summer breakfast at Newstalk ZB, back talking debt crises and how they can be resolved with Ben Mai uh, from Christians Against Poverty. Ben, can you explain what CAP does for people like Sandra? Yeah, Tim, look, we're, we're really passionate about giving people um, a hand up, uh, not a handout. We really want to empower uh, people, individuals, families, whanau, and work with them over the long term uh, for people to become completely debt-free. And so through that debt help service, we're working with people who are in, in unmanageable debt. You know, people, um, you know, as Sandra's bravely shared, who aren't making ends meet on a, on a weekly or fortnightly basis. And um, working with them, getting alongside them, building relationship with them, and actually empowering them to to uh, significantly help and transform their financial situation and walked, work towards that goal of becoming uh, completely debt-free. In, yeah, it's a process that might take two or three years. In practical terms, yeah, you take over the discussion with the creditor. Yeah, well, that's right. I think I think the creditors, um, Tim, are um, obviously there's a role for the creditors in our society to collect debt that they are owed. But the reality is, for people who might be in vulnerable situations, there's there's a lot of a lot of stress with that. It causes a lot of anxiety. Sandra, you mentioned um, sleepless nights and so on, and um, that's a pretty tough situation to face those phone calls or to face those letters. And so, yeah, we kind of act as an intermediary, kind of stand in the gap there for families that we're working with, and yeah 
take over those communication lines. And the creditors that we're working with, you know, right around the country really seem to appreciate that because yeah. I think for them, perhaps the communication lines have broken down with the debtor. And um, with CAP kind of standing in the gap there, that can actually open up the communication lines yeah. and start to get some repayments happening that are, that are fair to the creditor and are fair to the, the client as well. So, yeah, that's part of the role that we play. And yeah. of course, uh, as she explained, quite often there's more than one person in the queue. So I guess an intermediary can help decide yes. <laughs> who, who comes first, who gets how much. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and um, it's important. It's important for uh, you, Sandra, in your case, for example, to to keep your car. You know, it's probably a pretty important um, yes. asset for you to have, and, and needing to get to work and so on. So, um, something like that, where Sandra, you know, had a debt that was secured over a car or another household item, uh, becomes quite a priority. Yeah. Um, and so, we want to make sure that there is. Uh, firstly, um, enough for families to be able to feed themselves, uh, to be able to house themselves, to be able to cover those essential kind of transport and medical costs. Um, those are key, key priorities. And um, and and then there can be, depending on the budget situation, obviously some left over for unsecured uh, creditors. But, um, you know, many situations, Tim, where uh, families, you know, families of, say, you know, mum and dad and three kids are trying to feed themselves on maybe 70 or $80 a week, you know, because that's all they've kind of got left over at the end of the week. And um, we're really coming in and perhaps helping them and showing them a different way and saying, actually, no, this is what you need to be able to feed your family. It is actually reasonable. And um, let's make that a key starting point for building a budget, for building a financial plan and starting to gain control of your situation. Yeah. All right. Well, at this time of year, I think this is uh, relevant. A lot of people have just come through Christmas. A lot of people have come out of uh, COVID. And I'm sure that uh, CAP will be uh, looking to help some people. Yeah. Sandra, you... you this was no free ride. No. You, you still had to pay people back. Yeah, it was a three-year commitment, actually, that I made with CAP. Um, and what um, Ben was talking about was, you know, for me initially, what physically happened was after I made the, the, the initial call, I had somebody come to the privacy of my home. We sat down and we, I, I basically signed, a, you know, a little agreement that I was going to stick with this plan. For me, the big surprising thing was that I wasn't going to have to pay for these services. I still can't believe that today that CAP actually does. They did all that work. Yeah, this is free. free. Um, And uh, to be honest with you, that's the first time I ever bothered to look at a personal budget. And, yeah, for me, my car was a priority. I still owed quite a bit on my car. And, uh, you know, by the time the lady came to see me, um, I had all my statements as to everything that I owed each of my debtors and things like that. And then I just... They, a, a budget was worked out in terms of how much I had to give them, which was, whoa, a big chunk. But you know what? I didn't have to bother about anything. And for me, the nice part was no one was calling me at work because that was what was happening. It's people, all, all the people I owed, they knew where I lived, they knew where I worked, they knew my email address, all of those things. And, and I didn't have that kind of problem anymore since CAP took over. That for me was also a big deal. I remember, I remember the conversation we had <laughs> after lockdown. Yeah. When it was all over. Oh, my gosh. You mean when I got that lovely call from Cap? Oh, my gosh. Oh, I will. That's just one of the best times ever. So we were 
that lockdown was, when was that? April. I remember because I was still talking about April Fool's. I had called Tim and I was telling him. We were just chatting about stuff and I said, yay, I've just got to December 2020 and I will be finished with my three-year journey. And then I got a call from a lady from CAP and um, I thought I'd done something wrong. I didn't do my payments correctly, whatever. And then all she said to me, she told me that um, just calling to let you know I'm dead, you're dead free. And I really thought I wasn't hearing things. I Seriously, is this like a April Fool's joke? And she said, Sandra, you are absolutely dead free. And me still not believing it. You know, I went, oh, so my next pay, so how much, what's the last amount? And she said, you have paid everything. And I couldn't believe it because that was April and that was how many months still? Eight months to go. So I actually didn't do a full three years. All right. Uh, thank you for being so brave uh, as to tell your story in a very public place like this. And uh, Cap's number, 0508 227 one 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 that's oh five oh eight double two seven one one one